guys, and welcome back. It's episode 13 of the Eminem Podcast. It's summer 2K quarantine right now. Let's go. That was a mouthful. 2K quarantine. 2K quarantine. Yeah. <laughs> oh, my yeah. goodness. Lucky number 13 right here, episode 13. All right, let's start it off with some current news, man. Let's go. Hit me with the headlines. Twitter has announced a permanent work-at-home issue. They're making it completely optional to return to the office after September. I think that's crazy. I mean, what does permanent mean, you know? Like, I mean, I th- I, They're saying that it's literally, like, for good. Like, after, after September, workers in San Francisco or wherever will never have to come back to the office. It's crazy stuff. I think it's, like, obviously this is going to, like, make it a, an issue for, like, people who, like, the person who comes in the office versus the person who doesn't going to get the raise and stuff like that. But I think that's crazy that they even did this. Like this is a starting a whole new wave for other companies to think about. Yeah. And also, I mean, they say permanent, but what does long-term even mean anymore? Long-term used to mean months, years, you know, at least to me now, like long-term for me is like two or three weeks. Like, honestly, like that's, I don't know. I think they mean forever, but in this situation. Yeah. That's so crazy. What's next? Um, so Trump criticized Dr. Anthony Fauci's response, um, to reopening the country. Fauci warned that getting businesses and schools back open too quickly would lead to unnecessary suffering and death. There is a real risk that you will trigger an outbreak that you may not be able to control, which in fact, paradoxically will set you back, not only leading to some suffering and death, that could be avoided, but could even set you back on the road to trying to get economic recovery because it would almost turn the clock back rather than going forward. Uh, if you, for those of you who don't know, Anthony Fauci, I think he served under six presidents. I think I read that somewhere because um, he's, he's been the leader, the head guy on the uh, coronavirus task force and kind of like the voice of all of this um, and all of those briefings that just never ended like on and on and on and on. Um, but anyway, it's, it's been kind of in the background, you know, like Trump says, oh, you know, we're good. We're going to reopen, blah, 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 blah. And then he's warning you, no, don't do it. It's a bad idea. But, you know, Trump hadn't publicly really disagreed with him until now. Trump responded by saying to, the, to Fauci's comments by saying, quote, I was surprised by his answer, actually. Mm-hmm. To me, it's just not an acceptable answer, especially when it comes to schools. I was surprised by his answer, actually, uh, because, uh, you know, uh, it's just, to me, it's not an acceptable answer, especially when it comes to schools. The only thing that would be acceptable, as I said, is professors, teachers, etc., over a certain age. I think they ought to take it easy for another few weeks, five weeks, four weeks, who knows, whatever it may be. So, I mean, I don't, that kind of bothered me a little bit because, I mean, to me, like, is it, is it an acceptable answer? I mean, it's not what I want to hear, but that doesn't mean it's unacceptable. You know what I mean? Yeah. So. Oh, Lordy. Oh, everything has, I mean, everything with Trump is just crazy right now. Like, I mean, there, there's, so, there's so much stuff that people are just talking about that just goes in one year and out the other for me. It's all about re-election. Focus on it. Yeah, yeah. That's all it's about. Yeah. All right. Next thing, Grubhub stock just jumped 30%. Now, who didn't see this coming with the coronavirus <laughs> and all? I mean, for real. <laughs> it's crazy because online food sales have literally just jumped 66% in the last week compared to the, the last like entire year. So that's huge because of this coronavirus. Yeah, I've, um, what did I use? I don't, I've never used Grubhub. I've used... Um, yeah, I haven't either. I used DoorDash like two or three times right before this happened. Yeah. Um, mm-hmm. 
I mean, it worked pretty good for me. I didn't really have any complaints with it. But the thing is that I feel like people don't really realize, and I mean, I'm not saying don't do it, but I'm just saying like something to think about is that people say, oh, well, if I'm not going inside a restaurant, then um, you're safe. But I mean, yeah. you know, you have to make contact with the driver. Sometimes they're touching the bags, the boxes, um, and, and, and also the people who the, make the it cooks. too. The, the cooks and yeah. the chefs, those are the people that you really got to think about because they're the ones who, they go home too. They, they, they have yeah. their lives as well, but then they show up the next day and they're, and they're touching the patties with their hands, forming them together, making all the food with their hands because you do as a chef. So, I mean, yeah. you are risking it still. I mean, I know that they say contactless delivery and stuff, but I mean, there's still some sort of contact. But It's definitely thing- better than eating out, but it's still a yeah. little sketchy. Yeah. My, uh, my girlfriend that lives in New Jersey who, you know, like they've been dealing with this really bad for a while now. Mm-hmm. Um, they've been getting some things from, uh, restaurants that are doing like curbside delivery or something like that, or they just leave it on the front step, but mm-hmm. they don't like, for example, if they get a pizza or if they get like a burger from someplace, they, they have the, the oven at like, I think they, she said like between three fifty and 400 and they put, that they take the food item out of the container that is, and they throw that away immediately and like wash up. And then they put it on a plate and put that in the oven. And then if there's any kind of germs on it, it like bakes it off. Yeah. The oven. Yeah. Yeah. So, you know, that's something to do. Mm -hmm. Next nursing homes have more than half of the COVID cases in some States. It's, it's crazy to think that the nurses at these homes are the ones getting people sick. Yeah. Because I mean, if you think about it, a nursing home, would never become infected because they never, they don't really leave or go anywhere, but it's the nurses and the staff the nurse, that's yeah. going home. They go to restaurants, yep. they go to stores, they yep. cut, they get it. And then they bring it in. Like if they were like, for example, if it's, if it was just its own entity without mm-hmm. nurses, which defeats the whole purpose of a nursing home. But I mean, like they're not the ones who's actually getting it. It's being brought into them, which is very sad. Yeah, if, if they were to actually like stay there and quarantine like the actual people who are in those homes, there would be no issues, but they go back and forth too. So yeah. it's kind of crazy to think that they're the ones getting them sick though. Uh, okay, so uh, Jeff Bezos, you know, the uh, Amazon creator, he is projected to become the world's first trillionaire. I saw this the other day. According to projections, he could make it by 2026, so just six more years. Um, as of this past Thursday, he is worth an estimated $143 billion. A lot of people are not really happy about this because they don't, a lot of people don't like people with enormous wealth. But wait, wait, so you're trying to tell me that there, ha- there's never been a trillionaire before in this world. Never. Apparently not. I mean, there's- I, I just find that out of all the wealthy people in history, I just find that hard to believe. Like I'm blown. Like there's, you're telling me there's no, there's been no trillionaires before there's trillion dollar companies, but he like, okay. but a person's individual net worth. Has you never, mean net worth. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I, I don't know. I just feel like someone's made a trillion dollars before. So I don't know. I, I mean, I feel like we'd probably know about it. It's kind of a big deal. <laughs> um, one other thing here, this is a little sports related, but it's, it's still news. Um, the NCAA released a statement regarding the future of reopening college sports. Some people have suggested that uh, they would have various guidelines and regulations issued by the NCAA, especially for the upcoming college football season. Others have believed that each conference, like the ACC, the SEC, would each make up their own plans. According to the statement that was just released this past week, the NCAA president, Mark Emmert, 
said that neither of those scenarios will happen. He told ESPN that, quote, it will be the local and state health officials that say whether or not you can open and play football with fans. I think if the, the entirety is played, I, I spoke when this flared up of the connection between the Autonomy Five conferences being likely stronger than I've ever experienced. We're, we're speaking every day, but even more importantly, our schedules are connected. So the notion that one lightly thinks about going off and doing something in an independent way is actually not attached to reality. Well, we had a, we've had team meetings every day this week, and we've been discussing the things. Coach uh, Signetti came on the mic the first day, and he was talking to us about what we can expect going forward and, and whether we're not going to be able to come up and anytime soon or not. But um, I know for a fact that some programs are, are going to start bringing players back in waves of like eight at a time, and others I'm not really sure. I'm not really sure whether I'm allowed to say anything else, but I know that for a fact that eight players at a time are going to start coming in like these big programs and stuff like that so that's going to be interesting to see well you know for me I've been saying this all along I've been seeing this coming and I think there needs to be regulations because I mean without it I mean say for example you got a school in Florida that is has uh released their uh you know their stay-at-home orders and they're able to go back and have team meetings workouts have access to equipment practices but say you know a team up in New York you know, that they may play or even if they don't, um, I mean, it's just unfair because there's no way they're going to be able to have practices, anything normal. And, you know, players, a lot of people don't realize it. They think, oh, because NFL players, most of them have enough money that like they have some, some sort of workout routine at home of some sort a lot of times. But college players, I mean, you know, they might Every- – I can tell you this. Every single college player has some type of program that they're on right now, at least at the Division One level. Um, like, but as for myself and like other players that like maybe not are as fortunate to be able to have a gym at their house. What we have to do is we have to we have to rely on the bodyweight workouts. Like, we'll get a band and stuff like that. But those are as much things you can do. But the good thing, at least with our program, we have a we're blessed to have a great strength and conditioning coach, um, Brian, and he he gave us a program for weights and he also gave us a program for people that do not have the weights so that's what i'm on and we're doing stuff to be to still be prepared for the season but like we talked about before we talked about it last week too uh the unfair advantages of of a team who's going to be able to get down there and and just because their state has less uh restrictions and things like that they're able to start working out as a team together and like i said it's going to make a huge difference in my opinion at least uh sure you agree with me it's just gonna make a huge difference when it comes to game time I mean, it's just, for example, I heard, I think it was, um, they were talking to Dabo Sweeney, the uh, Clemson head coach, mm-hmm. yeah. and he was saying that he was talking to a player and about their, you know, strength training and stuff at home, and he goes, coach, I have one dumbbell at my house. Not a, <laughs> set, not a set, one singular dumbbell. I have a five-pound dumbbell at my house. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, but then some of these other players who are fortunate, they might have a bench press. They might have, honestly, like a at-home gym or even better – and then some people may not have anything. And, you know, but without those, I, I think there needs to be some kind of regulation because, I mean, having these teams come out here like that, it just could be a total unfair advantage. But we'll see. I agree. <laughs> Time for some fast facts. Hell yeah, let's go. Zoom, 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 zoom. <laughs> All right. First one, I'll hit it off. Uh, it is almost impossible to hum while pinching your nose. I mean, go ahead and try it, Bill. You tr- <laughs> I swear, well, pinch your on. nose right now and try to. <laughs> 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 
It's almost impossible. It's hilarious. You can like get a sound out, but it's not quite the hump. So everyone at home, try. <laughs> yeah, <nah. laughs> that's so stupid. Who who who, who found right. that out? Who found that out? Dude, I have no clue. I was looking up on the internet. I was like, what's some interesting stuff that I could talk about? And and some person goes online and goes, it is actually completely impossible to hum. But I tried it and I was like, do it a little bit, but I mean, you can make some much, noise, but, but I don't I think we're gonna be singing any tunes or anything. Oh, but, nothing um, like that. So my All right, your a, turn. My first one is. Buzz Lightyear from Toy Story. His original name was supposed to be Lunar Larry. That's not catchy. No, it's not. I mean, it's still alliteration, but like, I know, know. Like, still, but like, what kind of kid is going to be like, I want my Lunar Larry doll? Like, I know. That's it. Just sounds, it's like cringy. I don't like it. It's just like no, a couple, like week, couple weeks back, um, SpongeBob's name was going to be SpongeBoy Ahoy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's like, what is that? Like, it's certain things. It's like when you hear it now, you're like, there's no way that would have ever existed, you know? No, no, not at all. That, would, that just would have been horrible. <laughs> all right, for my next one, in Kentucky, it is a law that you cannot have ice cream in your back pocket or in any pocket, actually. You cannot put an ice cream cone in your pocket. It's a law. So I don't know. I think this one, it's pretty ridiculous. So I think this one was like made in like the 1800s or something like that. And they say it was, it was made because people would try to lure horses to follow them and they would steal them apparently after they, they lured the horse toward them. <laughs> so I think, I don't know, it's stupid to me, but uh, I, I don't know how that law still stands. Damn, I can't go to Kentucky because I always have some ice cream, in, ice my cream in my pocket. Just in case. <laughs> like, who's going to even, like, the thing about who's going to put an ice cream cone in their pocket? Like, it's just going to melt. You're going to be looking like a fool. Yeah, I don't, that's, I, I honestly, you know what I, you know what I think we should do? I'm going to say, maybe not next week but eventually we need to go through because there is some crazy stupid laws that certain yeah yeah we, we, we definitely have, to have an episode where we talk about just laws. yeah that'd be good are. yeah yeah um so here here's my last one you know how um movie trailers they're called they're always called trailers right but that never really makes sense why are they called that yeah because they originally were shown at the end of movie so you'd you'd go to the theater or whatever watch the movie and then hmm. at the end, they would show previews of other ones. But the, so then they, oh, got wow. the, they got the name trailers because it came at the end. Uh -huh. But then the people kind of realized, well, people aren't sticking around after the movie. They just leave and they don't see the ads. No. So Heck they started no. putting them at the beginning, but they still kept the mm -hmm. name called trailers. So Yeah. That's interesting. Uh, I did not know that at all, but that, that's pretty cool. Yeah. And you're a big movie I guy. You got to bring that into class. <laughs> yeah the next time i have one of my film classes i'd be like i have a fast fact for everybody <laughs> <Don't> be trailers <laughs> yeah. oh gosh all right, all right so moving on here um so i know it's summer now like you know given the name of our like 2k quarantine 2k quarantine yeah. <laughs> um but we gotta this is gonna be probably the last episode we talk about anything school related because you know we're over that yeah, i'm so tired of school i can't even yeah. i don't even think about it anymore but so this will be our last, our, the last of it here, because um, we all fi we finished up our finals and all yep. that stuff last week, like we mentioned. Um, I'm actually I got to do a little self promotion here. I actually made um, the dean's list for the first time, and I was excited about that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm happy your first time you got it. Yeah, this is mean, a, this is, everyone give him a bow. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I was just happy about. It. I wanted to share, but um. But anyway, one of the thing here is I, my, one of my roommates, his name's Tanner. Um, he, he told me a story back a few weeks ago, right before finals. And I wanted to share it on here because I think it's going to be pretty relatable. And um, 
it's just kind of, and we're going to bounce back and forth a few different stories here about issues that we've had with uh, group projects. And I think anybody who's ever had to do one is definitely going to have some negative things to say about it. And uh, the one he told me is now keep in mind, this is once our classes were moved online. So this makes this even worse. So just keep that in mind. So he got a terrible peer review grade. So for those of you who don't know, that's like where um, you do a group project and your group members submit an anonymous grade that you can't see, but the professor puts it in the grade book. So, and the professor has nothing to do with it. It's just the, your group that gives you grades. So to me, and I know Mike as well, there's like an unwritten code. You don't go out here and like, unless in, in, in extreme circumstance. I mean, you, that person has to be like the worst person ever for you to give them a bad grade, you know what I mean? Because we're all students here, we're trying to help each other out, you know what I'm saying? Like, don't go out here and intentionally like hurt somebody's grade, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I can't stand people who, who, who do that. Like, when, when you work for an entire semester and you guys are all working together, haven't had a single comment from, from, from a person about it or whatever, and then you get to the time where you get the peer review and it's just straight up crap, yeah. I, I don't understand how people can go that entire time and like try to act like nothing happened. But then when it gets to the peer review, they want to be a demon. I, I yeah. think that's kind of crazy. <laughs> like yeah, if you have a problem, you need to say it up to their face. <laughs> exactly. That's exactly what happened to my roommate here because so we're all in quarantine at home. We're not at school. Everything's online. And one time he wasn't able to get to his phone to answer like a group call. It was like the middle of the day or something. And that's when they like said like the next time they were going to meet or something and he didn't know about it. And then, but he still did all of his work on time, everything that was required. Like he didn't do anything wrong. He did the same mm. amount of work as everybody else. And he still like was in contact with them. He just missed that one call or they're setting up some stuff. And they literally didn't say a word to him. They didn't say like, Hey man, I didn't like that. Or could you, can we do this? Can we do that? Not a word until the end. And he got a terrible grade. It dropped him like a letter grade. And I mean, come on, like, we're literally like, we're online. Why did he miss the call? It was in the middle of the day. He was out doing something. But um, they didn't tell. They didn't tell him he was. He was meeting. They were meeting then, or no? Or they, they there have, was there was no prior notice. He said. Hmm. Yeah. So I don't know. That just got me heated. For so him. you're saying all of them, all the other. Wait, how big was the group again? Him and three others. So it was a group of four. All yeah. three of them made the call, though. Yeah. Hmm. But yeah, I mean, no like, more. yeah, but they, but they didn't even like say, Hey, you know, this or that, you know, he was just like, yeah, I don't know. It's still, but, but we, we know a lot about that. Don't we, Mike? <laughs> oh about, God. About, uh, some people not saying things until the end and then giving yeah. people bad grades that happen yeah, to pe us. People, yeah. They're demons. Yeah. I'm not going to name names, but people are demons. Yeah. You know, who you are. And, they, and, it, and when they hear this, they'll know. Yeah. So I know you've listened. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dropped us both right. from an a to a b all right i mean i i um i i have a i have another story too i'll talk about the petra kucha uh oh everyone knows about the petra kucha never gotten into that <laughs> it was ever so it really sucks whenever you have to do like 90 percent of the work on your group project but like i hey, don't know I don't hey know. mike mike explain to the people what a petra kucha is because a normal person okay know. yeah all right so for anyone who doesn't really know about the Pecha Kucha, it's literally the worst presentation that you could give. It's like the last assignment in our class. It's the final speech, and uh, it's so hard. 
what, what it literally makes kids hurl in our class. Like I, I remember when I was in my in my presentation day, I literally saw someone cry. So the Petra Creature <laughs> is a twenty minute presentation with like a continuous twenty second slide overlaying that automatically transitions onto the next one. You have no you get no you get no um like prior notice or anything. You just have to practice. Um, we can't really look, look at the screens either because like that'll take points away. You look at your cards too much, it'll take points away. Or if you mess up at all, your grade is significantly dropped. This presentation had, it had me working on it and memorizing this script from like 7 p.m. at night after like a football practice to like 3 a.m. in the morning to perfect it. It was, it was horrible. And even then, you can't like really perfect it. Uh, I, I remember my group finished with a, we got a 90 on ours when we finished second in the class. That just tells you that like we had a 90 and we finished second. It's, that tells you how hard they grade the thing. It's terrible. You tell me like that there's any, any time that we're going to ever give a freaking presentation like this in our life. What a waste. There is none. It, what there a is waste. None. I mean, we, uh, I, we, we had to do what? Goodness. We had to do it two times each, I think. Two times? What? I, I only did I, it once. I had to do it twice. Oh, no, no, no. You had another class we had to do it. I only had to do it in one class. Yeah. See, the class that I'm talking about, guys, is the, is the SCOM 240 and 241. It's our gateway classes to get into the communications major. So, And they do this as the last assignment, so you don't know what your grade is till the very end. And then they just, well, if you get a good grade, you're in. If you don't, you say goodbye. Yeah, I hated that class. And I, to be completely honest, uh, I hated the S. I hated what used to be a major. Then I dropped it to a minor. I I hate I've hated basically everything about that entire major minor. Like honestly, <laughs> I, re I regret ever taking it. I like communications. I really do. I, I like the program, but I will say that those two classes were just brutal, and they really they really make test you and they make you realize whether you want to get into this major or not. <laughs> I'll say that for sure. Yeah. I mean, I I, did, I don't think I got above a ninety three on a paper in that class. It was so hard. Yeah. so hard yeah tough grading um but yeah i don't know anybody who ever really liked those things or it was just terrible experience all the way around you yeah and on top of that you had to literally force your group members to meet like i remember one time we were meeting and we started at like six set or seven p.m and my my group members were like we're done at like 10 and we had so much more work to do there was like there was like less than a week left and we had so much to do for this. So we, I, I like literally forced them against their will to stay in there and we practiced and just practiced for like two more hours, three more hours straight and it, it paid off. So, I mean, I'm happy about it and they, they were very happy about it too at the end. So it's so dumb because literally you have to know which slides you're supposed to talk fast and slow yeah. and, yeah, and I'm like, that, it's a nonsense. terrible presentation. Like, you know what uh -huh. I mean? But honestly, in terms I remember of groups, a group, Oh yeah. The groups are insane. I remember I saw this one group. They literally like did, they just stopped talking altogether. Like one of them messed up and then they just stopped. They just stopped. And like <laughs> oh, the, yeah. all the slides went by. They just, they, sat down. they just sat, they sat down. They, like, they didn't do their presentation. It was so bad. There were two slides in and one person just ah, damn. I felt so bad for them. So bad. Yeah. Um, but honestly groups in general, just for, not even talking about Pecha Kucha stuff. Um, I think that's Japanese. Not entirely sure. Uh, might want to fact check. No clue that. what that even means yet. <laughs> I don't know. It's just, we throw that word around like people know what it is, but it's like, I know, the, right? what the hell are they I saying? Um, but anyway, uh, but just group projects in general in college are a nightmare. And like, I don't know mm. why professors push They're them terrible. so hard. I get, yeah. and you know, people say, well, you know, it's good for like, oh, you want to, you have to deal with people in the workforce and you have to learn how to work with yeah. others. I get yeah. that. I can work with to others. To a certain extent, I do. Yeah. But, but, it, I mean, in college, in a college setting, it does not work. Literally, you have I to think you're going to... 
Yeah, I, I don't know. I, I feel like professors need to have a little leeway on like what they on what they um like understanding people's course loads, people understanding what they play, sports. Yeah, because I know for a fact my freshman year, it was good to like do these things to understand like what college is like. But after that, it was like you guys got to like the professor got to understand that I have a schedule. Like my schedule is so tight, especially my freshman year. It was the worst thing in my life. Like, I mean, I'm talking about practice meetings, 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 practice meetings. And then I have classes all day long every day. And I got to figure out what I'm going to spend to lunch. And then I got tutors on top of that. And I got to meet yeah. with my coach. Like this is, this is nonstop stuff over and over again that the professors don't think about. They think everyone's a regular student. They got, like, I don't know, even for regular students, their freshman year is tough. Like, come on. Well, I mean, just in general, like for example, like, you know, everybody just for regular students, like everybody has their own schedules of classes. So exactly. Most of the time you can't so that doesn't mix until like yeah. after 8 PM at night. Yeah. Because yeah. that's the only time everyone's going to be guaranteed to be free. And I felt bad for my group too, because I didn't get out of practice till like seven my freshman year. So it was automatically after that. Yeah. And I remember like, cause we had, we had group projects where it was like me and you and other varsity athletes in different sports and like mm-hmm. trying to match all of those schedules up. is just yes. awful with different that, practices, really meetings, brutal. my classes, my meeting. Cause like I, even though I'm not a, like a varsity athlete or anything, I have like a ton of like extracurricular meetings. And so like a lot of other people, that like mm-hmm. happen like they schedule their meetings after 7 8 p.m because they know that everybody can make those so it's just kind of like you know it's just yeah. around and around and around but sucks and you yeah. end up staying up to like two in the morning practice yeah, <laughs> so, so. yeah. and then also just right. the last thing on school related here is um a little on a sad note kind of but you know look into the future this past week i think it was a uh, wednesday i i me and my parents went up to my college apartment and moved all of my stuff out and uh brought it home and uh, i'm moving out of Sunchase apartments if you're from the harrisonburg area and we're moving into copper beach next year and we're gonna have the same roommates and uh and we're gonna be next door neighbors with mike here <laughs> right side by side like not even joking like sh- sharing a wall uh oh which should be pretty fun <laughs> but it was pretty sad we lived there for two years and you know moving out of there a lot of memories and stuff and it's a lot of work too moving out of there and then we have to move back in but yeah, I didn't stay in the same space, same spot. I um, I moved from the dorms freshman, I moved from the dorms freshman year. Then I moved to to uh, this place called uh, freaking forget what it's called, but it was horrible. It was at this is the worst. I'm gonna say it right here. Oh, Southview, that's what it's called, Southview. I don't care what the. This is the worst apartment complex on earth. Their management sucks. Their place uh. sucks. The, uh, the the everything about it sucks i mean you could you walk in there and uh, i mean it's not it's very cheap living so it's good uh but on the other side on the other side of things this is terrible and then i moved to um the retreat and it's been a lot better in the retreat <laughs> but it's still not great so you know what um, we could do yeah one you know what we should do one episode we, we're just gonna have like we're just brainstorming on air right here. we're gonna rate we're gonna rate them um yeah i think we need to have a whole segment on um complexes um, yeah. apartments, apartments in the area. Um, and of course that's not gonna be very interesting for the average listener, but you know, help out the people who are in the JMU community. I think that that would be Aspect good. Students, Let's do yeah. that. So tune in sometime in the future. All right. So what's summer 2020 holding? What is summer 22 K core 20 holding <laughs> um, for you? <laughs> I, you know, like I said earlier, judging stuff long-term is just so difficult right now. I honestly, I mean, it's, um, May 15th. Mentally, I'm still in March. I've been saying that. Ever since we've been in quarantine, I haven't gotten out of March mentally. But what? it's May. Yeah. 
Like literally, like ever since like everything stopped, like mentally, I'm still stuck. Like the weather's it's crazy. To think crap. that we're in the summer now. It doesn't really seem like it, but not at all. It was hot today. I mowed my grandparents' lawn, got yeah, a little sunburn. It was hot. Started to feel a little bit like summer. Yeah, but um, I don't know. And the other thing for me is the highlight of my summer, and honestly, kind of my year, is I go to my friend's beach house for a yearly trip for a week in Duck, North Carolina. We were supposed to leave this Sunday to go for a week, Ooh. but, but uh, like that's not happening now, and uh, yeah. we don't we don't know what's going to happen with that. So, what about you? What are you doing? Yeah. Well, for me, if things actually open up, <laughs> literally every single weekend, I'm planning on doing something. Like I'm taking a road trip. I'm ta- I'm talking road trip after road trip, going places and hanging out with friends. I'm definitely planning on going to a couple of baseball games and concerts if they're open. I know baseball's really pushing for opening up, so I'm going straight there. I, I really don't care. I'm, I'm going. I mean, yeah. Especially for my for my for my 21st, man. I'm going. Yeah, because um, right now none of that's even open. But I mean, yeah. hopefully it will. I mean, I I'm trying to be optimistic about the summer, but and I was very honestly. Also, today is. Um, like I said, May 15th that we're recording this. And today is the day I'm, I'm, I'm going to own up to it. You know, I'm going to be honest. Today is the day that I said that the virus would be receding. <laughs> I called June something. I remember it like it was yesterday. <laughs> I marked it in my calendar, actually, just so I, when the day would come, I would say something. And it's today. So I was wrong. Wow. <laughs> well, I'm glad. <laughs> no, I mean, no, it would be good. I wish I was right because then we'd be. I'm happy you're wrong. <laughs> I can make fun of you for it. Well, you're just stuck with not thing with things not being open now. So I mean, too bad I wasn't right. But <laughs> well, anyway, too bad you're wrong. <laughs> but um, but the thing is, like, I I really I want to go to like just some small gatherings. Like, I'm not even asking for big stuff. I don't, you know what I mean? I just want to be able to hang out with some friends. Like, do it. You can now. I can't personally. Um, because of my family. Like they're like, I have high risk people in my family. I can't risk bringing that back to them. Um, I mean, I just, all I want is some pool and beaches on like nice hot days. And, um, the other thing that I usually do every year is I visit my dad's side of the family in Connecticut every summer. Um, but it doesn't look like that'll happen either this year. Um, so right, enough of the sappiness. Uh, we well, we'll know how. See, we'll see. Uh, to me, it looks like it's going to be a summer full of more <laughs> uncertainty and inconsistency. So we will see. You said it right there. You heard it there, folks. <laughs> All, right, All right, sports, sports news, man. What's up? You lead it off. What you got? All right. Um, I heard that Urban Meyer's son is, is actually walking on to the Cincinnati's football team. Um, Nate Meyer's son is a junior, and he's actually been on the baseball team, but says he's trying to follow in his father's footsteps and play football now. That's interesting. You said he walked on? Yeah. Uh, interesting. The coach's son can just walk on. <laughs> <laughs> well, he was on the baseball team. I'm sure he had, a, he had money there, so I yeah. don't know what's going to happen. I mean, I'm sure he's athletic. But I mean, I don't, I don't know any about it. I'm sure the, the the politics can definitely get him some money, but um, so we'll see what happens. Go him. <laughs> yeah. Um, okay. So for our next, let's see, it would be our next episode. Um, I guess would be the episode that we would review the Last Dance documentary, um, and that that's for the Chicago Bulls. I've been kind of referencing this, building it up. I've really liked it, and um, I definitely were gonna make that something we talk about here let y'all know oh, our yeah, thoughts opinions and reviews gonna, for yeah, it and uh, uh, binge it all night long tomorrow 
Yeah, that's good. Um, and the other thing is UFC 249. Yeah, uh, yeah you're right. I was going to mention this, actually. Yeah, that happened. That's like one of the few sporting the, events. The that one happened. live like sporting event. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, I, I told actually, I, I said, you go, go ahead. Yeah, I was going to say, I didn't actually see it. I, I saw some highlights, but I, I, I wasn't watching it, though. Did yeah, it was it? all over Twitter. People were tweeting like left and right, like like every single like professional like athlete was like, "Oh my god, we get a we get a live sport for the first time." <laughs> I mean, it was pretty cool to see. Uh, one of my coaches was tweeting like every minute, so I got like a live update on my phone. One thing <laughs> but, I heard, um, it's pretty crazy because I I mentioned this like a while ago. I was like UFC. Uh, D- Dana Bush, I think his name is. He was like really pushing for the UFC to go on, and the only reason he didn't was because like Disney and stuff like that. But here it is. One thing I heard, I, I said I didn't listen to it, but apparently because it was like no one in the building, that you could just hear the punches just like mm. echo. Like it just sounded like they were hitting so hard. I mean, it wasn't any harder than normal, but it just sounded like they were just, mm-hmm. I mean, it yeah. was just so hard because you could just hear the it's echo like a warehouse. without the, without the yeah. crowd, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, also, speaking of live sporting events, um, NASCAR is supposed to come back, I think, next week. Um, and with no fans in the stands, but it doesn't really affect NASCAR too much because they're all no, in no, cars. Really. So oh, the only people are gonna—I mean, just the interactions between them themselves. Yeah, but I, that's supposed like to be before back and too. after. Yeah, so we'll see how that goes. Yeah, music news now. Music. We got some Pop Smoke's album is is scheduled to drop on June twelfth. Rest in peace. His family and label came out and posted a pic on it on Instagram. Um, and. So, yeah. Yeah. Um, and a little bit of new music here, too, along with that is uh, Future just released an album today, Friday, uh, called High Off Life. I haven't had a chance to listen to it yet, but um, I like Future, so hopefully it's good. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, three songs of the week now. Let's go. Um, All right, so uh, my first one is Chicago Freestyle. From Drake, and this is off of his um, the album that he just released a few weeks ago. I like that song. Let me hear your first one. Legend by Juice World. I told you I'm on this Juice World fix right now, man. Legend, great song. You could call it a juice cleanse. <laughs> We're going to leave that awkward sounds in there, too. <laughs> I, I like that song, though. It's, it's a good song. Um, my, my second one is uh, Going Away to College by Blink-182. That's off of that album with um, All the Small Things. It's like their most famous album. So, oh, okay. You okay. Um, you know, this reminds me of I Love College by, by uh, Asher Roth. Yes, mm. that's a classic. Classic. Yeah. All right. My next one. Who's gonna buy Chris Brown? Nobody here. 
vibes. Shout out MP. Let's go. Chris Brown. He just released some new music too, didn't he? I think he did. I have no clue. I gotta. I gotta. Um, I gotta get back on it. I just like his old stuff though. Like really. Like yeah. I really don't like. Once like a, an artist has like a really like 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 banging like like music. I don't know. I just don't like go on to their new music or that. Just stick with it. <laughs> um, my last one is "Thanks for the Memories" by Fallout Boy. Oh, great song. Great song. It never gets old. Never. Yeah. I'll still play this on my way back and forth to JMU. Like, this is great. Thanks for the memories. Thanks for the Even memories. though they weren't so good. <laughs> <laughs> Boy's a classic, man. Can't can't go wrong. Yeah. All right. My last one. Skin by Mac like Miller. Um, I was just uh, showing this by a friend. I, I freaking love this song now. Um, I'm vibing with it. I haven't heard that. I'm, I, I like Mac, though. I have to listen to it. Yeah, it's great. All right. All right I think that's, that's going to yeah. do it. Uh, what is this? Episode 13. Oh, my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. I uh, hope you all have a good one. And peace. <laughs>